your 2023 NBA G League champs, the Delaware Bluecoats. We are back live for the Blue Coats beat. This is episode number two. I'm your host, Tony Cotillo, joined as always by my partner in crime, my co-host, Mr. Joe Richmond. And we brought to you by Heat Ratio Sports. And we talked a little about in the beginning, uh, introduction of what we would talk about. And now we really get into the, the nitty gritty, so to speak. I know it's cliche, but inside the Blue Coats team. But first and foremost, Coach Joe, how are you doing today? Yo, Tom, what's going on, man? <laughs> I'm doing real good, as you can tell, always. It's always. just, I'm always laughing. I'm always smiling. I'm always happy because you know what, man? I never go to work. I just show them at another house. You know what I mean? So, Is this work, Joe? Is this work? Is this what they call this? You know what I mean? Like talking to you. See, I'm just in your house. I'm just in another house. You know, we here now. We we sharing our spot right now. Been great, man. The family's been great. It's a great time of year right now, Tony. It's just a the holiday time is just a great time of the year. It really is. It's it, it, and it, and for one, you know, we've always talked community, and one of the biggest things is it's a time yes. for giving. And I'll tell you what. You know, if you're listening to this right now as, as we're on this podcast, you know, number one, you need to make sure that you follow the both of the YouTube channels where this belongs to Delaware Blue Coats and Heat Ratio Sports. But most importantly, right on a link tree account, right in the link, you're going to see the Blue Coats podcast. Make sure you go subscribe because Coach Show, we had an awesome Christmas present bestowed upon us talking to the great Sonny Hill. You can listen to that entire podcast episode in its entirety right on the blue coach podcast site yo you need a, a stenographer you need a, somebody just taking notes behind you you need a recorder it was just phenomenal just the what's that word they use is the plethora just a plethora of, of historic information and basketball information philadelphia information in general and mr sunny is just i think you use the word iconic and he really is you can say that word loosely but that truly fits that man and and, and it's in every area right not just Yep. basketball but as a human per, a human being uh just a gendered person and i've never not seen mr sunny not willing to teach he's that always willing to teach and that's i think that's what we all need to do going forward into 2024 and things of that nature no more assuming someone knows let's do some let's do a take a little bit more time and teach and i think you and i we both got towards something today wow, you, you're not lying man i mean that was like i said a, a basketball encyclopedia man like it was yes, it took us back to the 40s the 30s i mean you heard names obviously we we're talking about the passing of the great george mcginnis but you're you heard john wooden's name being mentioned we heard some lebron james modern day references so make sure that you tune in to that podcast and listen to that but but coach so let's talk about the team right now man because you know when we got started first intro they were got started off a little slow two and three trying to find yes. their way a lot of new guys right but now he's six and four in our last 10 Right. You know, and, yeah. and we're looking at the standings. Guess what? In the Eastern Conference, guess what? We have the for one, we're fourth at eight and six, but we have the third best record yes. along with Maine. All right. Along with Long Island, along with Cap. What, what what do you see from this team right now besides obviously the youth and and the you know the cohesion that they need to find? 
And you, you name some great teams right there, right? Long Island, Capitol. These, these teams are, are are growing, coming together, They're a little bit more mature in some areas than us. But, you know, just youth. And um, But Coach Longo has just done an amazing job, you know. I, and, and I, and I got to say this, Tony, because when we just talked about Sunday, we talked about the history, not the latest and greatest, right? Yep. You can see this finish. Now, you, sometimes you see this finish problem, but you got to see – where it all started from Prosper, then Jameer taking over and just putting his stamp on it. And then you have Coach Longombardi, that's a championship uh, caliber pedigree coach. Um, you got Coach Shan, that's a G League champion coach. Coach Longo is uh, the Boston Celtics, uh, Toronto Raptors, championship, NBA. And then you got Coach Shan, championship, uh, the Delaware uh, Blue Coach, right? Uh, you got Coach JP, right? Delaware Blue Coach Championship medal. You know what I mean? You got uh, the young uh, assistant coach Ryan Ayers, whose father is, you know, Coach Randy Ayers. And look at all that pedigree yep. of all that that's coming to these young people. So even though we have a young team, you have just an amazing group of individuals that have so much experience that know how to taper some things when it don't don't seem like it. And he, we've steadied the ship. If we had any probably anybody else, we'd probably be uh, four or whatever, <laughs> three or whatever. You know what I mean? But Coach Longo just has a, an amazing post of this team. And he understands those buttons to push, when to push them. And like you said, where we're standing right now, getting uh, as we prepare for the uh, Winter Showcase in Orlando, we're in a good, good space. And I like where we're at. I like some of the moves we've made player personnel-wise. And we all know the beauty of the G League is that they're not going to be around probably the whole season. And that's why it's such an amazing league. It was the D League, which was the Development League. Now I say it's the G League, and we say Gatorade, but I I say it's still the growth league, right? That G stands for growth. Yep. Yep. And that's what they're doing every day, right? We're growing. Everybody's growing. And you're seeing this team grow up right between your eyes. And thank God we do have those veterans in like Jared Brown Ridge, right? Cobra, guys that's already been here with us. So that's all a part of who we are. We got Cumberland back with us. So these are the things that help us and keep us steady, keep the locker room, you know, here instead of us going, uh, 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 and you never really see that. And I love that. And that's a testament to the coaching staff, the trainers, that management, and the players themselves. Yeah, listen, when you have a bunch of young guys, it takes uh, all those coaches, all that staff, those veterans, that leadership to keep everything on an even keel. It's not easy, man. These are young kids. They're young yeah. kids, right? Yeah. They're still trying to find a way. That's, that's why I always laugh all the time. People are like, how's this? How's that kid get millions out and he's broke? Because he's still trying to find his way. He don't know. <laughs> Like, you know, get a kid a break, man. Like, he doesn't know, right? So, you know, and, and that's what's great about this team. And you mentioned it, Coach Joe. Let me, let's, let's talk about a couple of those players. Number one, I mean, this see, run Ricky, run, man. Like, Ricky Council is on another level. You know, we try to do, you know, I'm trying to do some spotlights. You see that on a YouTube page. I talked about Ricky Council right out of Razorback, right out of Arkansas. And, you know, there was a couple knocks on him coming out, but, but coach, you know, looking at him and seeing what he's been able to build just in the last 10 games, I mean, he's consistently hitting the stat chart on all phases of the game. And one thing I said, and I, I get your point on it too, is he plays both ends of the court. And that's something that's huge when you want to get to that next level. And that is something that's a culture of ours. You have to play on both ends of the court. Coach Longo, all of them, they preach that, and the players know that that the game, yes, we know we got to score, but the game is one on the other end. How, who can you stop? That's what won us the championship game, right? That block shot, that hustling back. 
Those are the things that went champ, the little things. And I would add to it when you talk about RC. I like to call him RC. I like That's that. I like that. Because I'm, I'm going to give you some backdrop here, a little bit behind the scenes. You got to see the time he puts in with the coaches hours before, you know, the time after practice. Day off, he comes in for an hour here and there, put up shots. Those are little things. And that's why that finished product that you see, the greatest, right? The greatest that you see is on game night when he's just so explosive. He can take you inside, outside. He has such a bounce to him. You ever notice, Ricky? He always looks like he just bouncing like yes. like he's doing one of those um the kid things with inflatable oh, wait, 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 wait. back in the day it was like a pogo stick remember the pogo stick yeah, like he, just, he, just, he just walked with this bounce and the fun, and the craziest thing about this and i'm gonna say this he'll probably tell you is the truth when he really really takes it serious he's just having fun something has to happen to ricky he has to get hit hard or fouled hard or don't like and then he goes into crazy mode this kid, he signs autographs. He's always got time to talk to the kids. He's always got time to take a picture. That's just who he is. It's not something that he has to do. Talk about all of the intangibles that make up the great product that he is. Yep. And that's what it is because it's, it's who he is as a person that makes him such an amazing basketball player. All around, right? We talk about all around yes. athlete, not player, all around athlete. Yes. And that's yes. and that's part of it, right? Ne- never ne- never a bad look, ne- you know, never an attitude, never a, like always a pleasure to be around. And that kind of attitude is contagious. And speaking of that, we talked about it. You know, guys that may not always be around, right? We David Duke Jr., you know, he gets picked up. You know, he goes out there with Pop's team in uh, San Antonio uh, in that organization. What is it like, Coach? Like you've seen... Guys, and we'll talk about Jaden Springer as well going, you know, from the Blue Coats. I mean, from the Sixers to the Blue Coats and back and forth. What, you know, is it something that already are accepting when you become a member of the G League? Or, but, or is it something that even though you've accepted it, it's never easy? And that's the part. Even though you accept it, it's never easy. And also, Spurs, leave our players alone. You already took champagne. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Tell, <laughs> man. Like, come on. Why are you yeah, like, scooping up our like, squad? Like he's over there looking like, yo, don't 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 blue coats me. They know what they doing over yeah. there, boy. You know what I mean? They, they got Champagne first last year. Now they got David Duke, and who's an amazing, just an amazing story. I mean, this young man was giving nothing. Everything he has, he's earned. Everything he has, he's fought through with. What's the saying? The young people say he got it from the mud. That's this young man, and he was amazing for us. He was a pleasure for us. Our fans loved him. Now he's going to be in San Antonio. They're going to all run around with them hairstyles because his hairstyle was unique and the kids yep. loved it. Yep. And his personality is just second to none. And that's what we love too, though, right? Our fans, that's why I always say, and I've been around the G League, I've been to other arenas and things, but it's nothing like our fans. Our relationship with our fans and our players is totally unique through the G League. And our we have some, we have some mature fans. A lot of our fans are on the upper side. They're mature. So yep. they understand the dynamic of being in the G League, knowing that this player may be so good that someone he's going to be gone. And they accept it. And even though we do, we'd be like, oh, not right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. <laughs> yep. You know, but they wish him well. And they're happy for him. And David Duke Jr., yo, my hat is off to the young man. I believe San Antonio have, has gotten another gem of ours. And they're going to be special with him. And it also makes our guys even more energetic because they know that people are looking 
teams are looking at us. So that means they're going to keep their level of play up. They're going to keep their level of professionalism up because they know any day it could be one of them. And that's what I love about it. And also to piggyback on RC is the reason I believe he's such a great person is because his parents, his, his family is great. I met his mom, his, his brother. And his, it, they're phenomenal. And the support that he gets is amazing, as do all of our players and our fans we have the amazing love for our players and we want that. And even I, as the ambassador of basketball, it touches me because I get close to these guys. I get a little yeah. bit more closer than most people and I'll be happy for them. But then at the same time, I'll be, dang, I wish he was here. And um, and it don't hurt that he could play real, real good. <laughs> yeah, he, I, I'll tell you what, his athleticism is it's on another level, man. Like he's going to be a special special player I, yeah. I can't wait to see him on the, you know that pro court you said listen it all starts and it doesn't just have to be mom or dad right it all starts you know a family oriented right and it could be your grandma it could be your aunts your uncles your brothers right. sisters it does friends it's all about that circle that you create and if you create that really really grounded circle you're always going to have somebody not only to help you but to pick you up and, and, and guide you yeah. through all these moments. So like you said, that's a great point. And, and speaking of you no know, youngsters, I mean, li listen, you know, I, what does it feel like when your guy like Jaden Springer, it wasn't that he wasn't producing, look, look, they made the trade for James Harden. There's all these pieces. They thought, you know, Nicholas Batum was going to retire maybe. And then he, he doesn't, he comes. So it was just, he just got caught up in a log jam. And I love what they were able to do because it's like baseball, right? It's like, you know, do you want to sit on a bench and pitch it once every 17 days? Or do you just want to play, right? And now Jaden gets to play. And I think that's the most important thing, Coach Show. Once again, a testament to his fan, right? His dad, if you look at Jaden, he could be a poker player. If you ever met his dad, he the same way. His dad ain't super, his dad ain't moving fast, his dad ain't herky. His dad is like even kill. And that's what his son is the same exact way. And Jaden is mentally strong. He's not an emotional guy. He's mentally strong. He understands what he's in. He understands the uniqueness of who he is. And that uniqueness allows him to be with the Sixers and also say, you know what, coach, I understand. Let me go get some reps in. Let me come down here. Let me join the team. Let me be a part of it when I can. Just keep me good. Keep me warmed up. Keep me ready to go. So when you need me, I'm ready to come in. Because most of the time he come in the games, if you watch the games, he's on the front side of the game. I mean, the first and second quarter, he's playing one of the toughest players whether it's Trey Young, whoever you may call, he's always playing one of the toughest players. And then on the back end, he's that spark off the bench that just gets them instant offense, and he's a lockdown defender. So he brings a different kind of uniqueness to who he is. And by him understanding and being part of the Blue Coats, it's just a seamless transition. And he understands that, and he loves to hear the fans love to see him back. But, you know, he's with the Sixers now, and, you know, we'll take whatever we can get. If it's one scoop or two of James Ringer, we'll take whatever they – whoever it is they sent to us. Guys, come down to get better, get more rep in, just had a little major, a little, a little, a little slight injury, and they want to get some reps in. So it's, it's not unheard of. It's not like it hasn't been done. It's been done throughout the league. Great way to say, hey, it's different than playing against practice in practice – but to really get game reps in with the speed that you need. So when you do get back, you're ready to go. And as at his level, 
of who he is, his explosiveness, he needs that. And I'm so glad that he, he embraces it more than most I've seen around the league. Great point. I'm glad that he brought up the the mental aspect because, it, you know, again, like on this show, we don't just talk about the players and we, we, we try to teach and we try to give our own viewpoints. And, you know, you hear the word, I, I like to say it a lot, say, you know, mental midget, right? In a sense that you could be the strongest and best athlete in the world, but if you're not mentally strong, you're not built to fight through adversity or those obstacles, you're never going to pan out. I, I preach that to the kids that I coach all the time. Like, this is adversity, guys. It's, this is how yeah. you grow. You may not be the best player in the world, but if you're mentally strong to be able to work through and and to understand the the you know I I used to say in uh, softball when I coached softball I say listen this girl may have all the skills in the world but her softball IQ is maybe zero that's a problem you need you need IQ and, and I'm not saying that your educational background just for you to be able to see the court right see the vision understand you talked about defender. Man, you're, if you're going to be one of those defenders in the NBA playing against these guys like an SGA, a Trey Young, you know, you know, DeJounte Murray, and Jamal Murray, Jalen Bronson, we can go through that. The whole thing, right? <laughs> I mean, you better be good. You better be ready to get beat, too, and be able to bounce back and be like, you know what? I'll get them next time, right? That's why Patrick Beverly's so unique, right? Good point. Yes, exactly. Right? And he stays. Yeah. Right, he stays. He stays in demand around the league, specifically because of that. And you look at a Jaden Springer that's learning from a Patrick Beverly. Going to do for these young men going forward. You're going to see it maybe five, six years from now. But those little things, right? You hear these guys yes. talk, talk about these type of individuals they learn from, right? And that's what the game is about, right? We learn from one another, and learning from someone don't make us weak. It just makes us better to have the wisdom to know we need to learn from them. And that's what I love about the G League. I really do because it's always about learning, right, Alex? Yo, Larry, Milai, they're always talking about be teachable. Be willing to learn. And when you're willing to do that, you know this 100% Tony, that if you're willing to do that, you have already won. I love what Sonny said. It's not about that end. It's the journey. And the, and the journey is learning. And as you learn, you're winning because this is what we need from you. We need, yep. right? It's a, this is a whole book. If you start reading the first three pages, you already on your way to that promise, which is the ending, which you're going to learn. Every, and that's what most people miss it. And I love the G League because it always gives you an opportunity to learn. And it's going to benefit you somewhere down the line. Maybe not five minutes from now. Maybe not 50 minutes from now. Maybe not five hours from now. Maybe it's five days. But it's going to benefit you if you just watch it and say, oh, there it is. And that's what the G League is to me. I love it. I love it. Put the time in, man. As they say, put the time in and you'll always get you, you're investing in yourself as a person and in a basketball player. Right. And if you do that, yes. you're paying yourself back, man. It's the best thing in the world. Speaking about investing and people buying in. I mean, let's let let's talk about man the, the nurse offense right now. The the Nick Nurse led 76ers. I mean, we we see a completely different culture on that team right now. And it, and this is no listen, this is no knock on doc because every coach is different. Right. It, it's just a matter of possibly maybe Nick Nurse runs a different system. And based on the extra players they have now, Joe, they're all buying in. And and the one thing I will say, I'll see if you notice the one, the biggest thing, obviously, we got to talk about the big man that JoJo's having quietly again. Nobody's talking about it, but an even better year that he was having last year as the MVP. Right. And the reason why 
is because he's not standing stagnant. Nurse has this team moving around. He's not just standing top of the key and just waiting for something to happen. These dudes are wrong, and he did it in Toronto. We saw that. We saw what kind of offense that he implores. And right now, this this could, in my opinion, it's going to add a couple extra years on Joel Embiid's career. He's got a real good assistant up there named uh, Kobe. Who would that be? <laughs> Um, Kobe, uh, championship caliber. Who has a trophy? Who has a trophy? Yeah, that is. Go Kobe Carl. Yeah, you know I mean? and, and, and a pedigree. And a pedigree. Another pedigree, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Everything you said is so spot on, man. Shout out to my man Rico Hines down there. From I knew him from years past. I mean, you just look at the, the the staff that he has up there, right? Once again, it starts with there, right? It starts with the staff. And he got a bunch of guys that's got pedigrees across. Doug West, come on now. Come on, am I going to keep going on? Right. And on? Right, he like so we he just got some guys up there that's just on that bench that are just uh just teaching and that's what it's all about. And no nah, man, I said it the other day to somebody. Is there somebody in the league right now having a better season than Joel Embiid? I don't know. Nope. And I'm not saying it because I work for him. I mean, I'm talking bad as a basketball fan. Biggest word in this in, in this league at this level when you start talk, separating players, it's consistent. Being consistent. You don't hear nothing negative coming out of Joel B. You have nothing coming out of that locker room. No tweets. Everything is about the team, right? Him and Maxie, him and Tobias, him and you know, Marquise Morris. Yo, welcome back, baby boy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> welcome back, Marquis. Yo, Marquis, what's up? Uh, that, ain't that great? Isn't that the great, man? The, you know, I, I love that they're both still in the league. I love that the, the one is back home, man. And that's that's just that's just a big up for us here in Philadelphia to see one of our own back home. It's something about Nick Nurse. And guess what? He's been, I want to say he's been a two or three G League games now. Coach comes to the game. Melton was at the game. This is what he's putting in everywhere. Like, we're one team. Yes. This in every interview I go to, I've been here 10 years and I've never had a boss. I've had amazing teachers and amazing leaders since I've been here 10 years. And it starts from up there with the Sixers. Their leadership, the way they teach, the way they hold you accountable, it's just second to none. And I've been, like I said, I've been here 10 years. And I've been around the league. And when you have that, it's easy for the, what we've seen and what we've been through in the last couple of years with players and different things of that nature. Um, but when you have a leader like Joe, Joel, when you have the upcoming young leadership of a Maxi, when you have the steadfast leadership of a Tobias Harris, how can you not have a winning formula? I'm not a trick question here, Tony, but how? Yep. You know what I mean? You, you got someone that's won a championship. You got someone that had dynamic players when he won that championship. You had someone that had a dynamic player that he had to get to that championship. So he's seen it all. It's nothing that's going to be, ah, to no Nick Nurse. I'm sorry. When he comes to the Blue Coast games, this man signs autographs. This man uh, takes pictures. And he's had his children with him. And he doesn't yes. act like he's and better than anyone. And, and when you have that type of mentality, it, it can only brew over to the rest because they're looking at it, they're seeing it, right? And um, I love, I just love who we are as an organization, as a fan first, 
I told that to the Sixers before I got hired. I'm yeah. a fan first. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? I'm a fan first. I, as a fan, I'm loving everything that I see. I see the energy. And I love my man, B-Ball Paul. You know where he started at, baby. I love my guy, B-Ball Paul. And I love that coach is trying to find unique ways to incorporate them. And that's what he does. And I think more than anything, and I, I never really uh, interacted with coach. Let me put that out there. I've never interacted with coach Nate in any way, shape, or form, um, just by seeing him, hey, coach, how are you doing, shaking his hand when he comes to the Blue Coast games? He just seems so genuine. And I and I believe, I see how genuine he is when he comes to us. He doesn't put on any airs. He doesn't yep. do anything. He's not asking for anything special. You know what I mean? He's not, yep. oh, I got to be on the front row. I got to be, he'll, he'll be making no demands. And, 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 and I'm in every meeting. So, right. you know, he's just a genuine guy. And when you have that, I believe players that's been in this league, they know the difference. You you lead by example. And like the Blue Coats, those guys genuinely look like they love playing with each other right now. Yes. And and, and it's funny. <laughs> and, and like you just said, it, it breathes down, right? Because you, you watch the videos of, you know, the, the shoot arounds with the Sixers and those guys look like they love playing with each other. You, you know, you go to the Chase Fieldhouse, you watch these guys practice with the Delaware Bluecoats and they like playing with each other, getting off the bus in Orlando. They're all, they're smiling. Nobody's miserable, right? Everybody's having a good time. And I'm so glad that you mentioned uh, before we, you know, get into our Christmas wish list, you mentioned about the leadership of Joel and B. You specifically talked about like you know no tweets no social media and and i was loving i was listening to uh, the crowd i know you know this guy is if you want to listen to basketball you listen to devon givens um and devon specifically <laughs> mentioned about that about how joel not only his game but just took his leadership to our level he's not popping off with those sarcasm he's not like he's still being joe but he's not adding that extra element that we really didn't need and we all said yo ease back on that and just 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 refine everything else, and, man, you will be even that much better. And we're witnessing it right now. And you could tell, I, I, I believe he, he he has a little one, and sometimes that that does mellow you out. That is true. That is you know, true. It makes you grow up a, real as, fast, don't it? As a, as, a, as a dad, I know that yep. the, the dadless Joe was different than the Joe with the, the dad Joe. And Absolutely. I'm talking about Joe Richmond. So I was, ah, like, like, but then when my children came, when you, after a game or after a hard day at work, they don't see that. They just want to see daddy. And that kind of changes you. And then you're like, you know what? I don't need all that other noise in my life. These individuals that when I come through my front door that love me for who I am, not because I dropped 40 points tonight and 15 rebounds and three blocks. I don't know him. Well, I don't know him at all. I don't conversate with Joel L, but I believe that that has to have an impact. And I believe that was with a lot of players that have children. When they, when you, you can see the difference in a lot of players that have children and those that don't, it kind of makes it put, I don't say it changes them, but it makes, it puts a shift in them. You'll see a shift in them because they have a peace. You see them after the game. Now they're looking for their children. And I think that's when you see all that immaturity kind of go away. Sooner or later, that little one is going to be reading stuff that do they do. Do I want my daughter to see this about my they dad? Do I want my son? And I'm trying to teach them to be responsible and respectable. And they go, well, dad, what about when you said this? It's all here, here, here. Yeah. And I believe a lot of these players are conscious of that, especially the elite players. Oh, yeah. 100%. Players, they're, they're very, very conscious of what they say and how they say things. And I think this is what we're seeing in Joel Embiid. We can dare to say He's better than last year. That's scary. It's very scary. 
Very scary. <laughs> you know, and Tony, I'm not lying. I made the statement the other day to Joe Cade in the office. I'm like, yo, man, nobody's really saying anything. But this guy has quietly just separated himself from everybody. And because he's not out there acting a fool, yep. it's not getting enough publicity. Because when those things were happening, all that added to somebody else's narrative. Yep. So now he could be, but no, he's clear by any chase, the MVP in the league right now, yeah. not just as a basketball, but also as a person and a leader, no more wasted energy as a person, as a leader. And, and the thing is, you know, he's actually, and we'll get into that this episode, but he's actually recreating the word load management because he's doing it in three quarters and he gets to rest crazy. while he's playing the game. That's Yo, crazy, right? He's producing and resting yeah. all in one. Who else Unheard. is doing that? Exactly. Unheard of. Yes. I mean, he, he may be able to rebrand the word low management, take it away from pop, and it could be Joel's. <laughs> it could be Joel, sir, now. But, you know, before we close this out, Joe, as always, great time here on the Blue Coats B. You know, it, it is the holiday season, and we yes, talk about this all the time. You know, it's about giving. Let's do a couple, you know, one personal wish and, and one sports wish as far as, as we go into 2024 in this Christmas season. Man, you know, today we... We talked to Sonny, as I was leaving Sonny, I was, uh, I was at, on CBS celebrating the 35 years of uh, the Salvation Army, uh, the joy of sharing, um, along with Mothers in Charge. And and I was there doing the interview, me and Cody, the greatest mascot in the Holy. And my personal, my personal Christmas wish for me is my family. We've had some challenges health-wise. And if we can get through this Christmas and going into the new year and everybody come on the other side healthy. Oh man, that would be the best Christmas gift period, especially for my daughter. My nephew is going through some challenges. My brother's been in the hospital. So personally, that's, that's where I'm at personally. Sports wise is for on the other side, when it's all said and done after the trade deadline is all through and all that good stuff that my sixes are healthy and they're ready for this real push that's in front of us. And um, I believe we have a, really great open opportunity right now to make that move. I believe with all the other ones set up, yeah, but we have a, a, a unique team right now. We have a different type of unit right now. And I would personally love to see us uh, take it home this year. And I believe that we have two of the most dynamic players in the league, but we also have you, you, you throw in Tobias, who's been as steady as over, so that makes us our big three. But collectively, as a unit, top to bottom, our second unit, this and that, I really believe in my heart of hearts. I'm not just talking because I'm with them. I really believe this is a great opportunity for this for the for the Sixers to really step in and, and show who we are. And I think uh, Coach Nurse and who we have, we can make that happen. And I would because I look at it because we won back in you know '83 back in that in, in, in that era, and Doc led us then, right? And now Doc is still around. And, this, and for the Doc to see it, uh, for the Sunny Hills of the world to see this, for AI, AI got us close, couldn't do it, right? Barkley, you know, but I believe this group is special and I would love to see it in my lifetime for this group right here to make it happen. So those, that's my personal 
and that's my sports. What's yours? <laughs> I love I, I love it, man. Now listen, it's a, it's going to sound you know cliche, but I mean, obviously, it always as far as I, I you know I'm very blessed to be able to do this and to talk with you and to be a part of the Blue Coats organization and and to be able to talk sports and and meet some fantastic people like we talked about with with Mister Hill, just hearing all you know the fantastic experience. But obviously, it's always going to be health and that we continue to uh, stay healthy within my internal family, but. But also, I, my my wish would be like, and I and I say this wholeheartedly, like I just want us all to to get along better, like going into 2024. Like you know, I've been through a lot of experiences through in, within this industry specifically. Yes. Um, the lot yeah. of people behind each other's backs and try to one up the next guy. And and I've said this before, it's a huge space, and everybody can have a piece of the pie and and learn from one another and understand. You know, it, it would perfect your craft. Maybe you see something somebody else else say, hey, I'm not going to hate on it. I'm going to say, well, how does he do that? Maybe I can be just like that one day just i just want us to get along joe more um you know in this digital arena because i just feel like you know what man people get a bad rep and you know it's it's a lot of injustice out there within the digital community um and the physical community as well but just as a whole society let's just it sounds cliche but i just want everybody uh to get along a lot better in 2024 that would be my wish and for the sports side you nailed it I'm going to be fully transparent. I was not bought in. I was not. I, you know, I invested a lot of time and energy over the last couple of years to be completely disappointed um, over and over again from the Ben Simmons saga to James Harden saga. And now I honestly feel by us not being in the spotlight, it's helped us evolve even more internally. And I think that this team is really collectively as a unit. If, if my wish is just for them to stay healthy, they continue to buy in and watching teams like, listen, I love Golden State as much as the next guy, but they're not anymore. Like I love Steph is the goat. Steph is great, but that team is crumbling. The greater teams are starting to fall down a little bit, and now this could be that window of opportunity. And and that's my wish, Joe. That that I hope that this opportunity we take hold and we don't let it go, man. And the same, and the funny thing, even you said with all those teams that were great, we were right there in the mix during yes, that we great. Were. We were right there during that great, just their great moment, just right? Missing. Just right. Missing. It was always this, always that, and that, and and I get that. And 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 as this being a blue coat beat, I saw that with the blue coats, right? We were always there. Three years, we were there. This like that, and then Coach Kobe Carl, you know, he just tweaked something. Something happened. The way that coaching staff was. Um, it, it was something that got us to what it was to be a champion. And I look at him with the Sixers on that staff, and it just seems like him and Coach are just like one. And okay. then he comes down, right? He comes back to the Blue Coats. He's there supporting Coach Longo. From And, 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 and who does this, Tony? Tony, who does this? I mean, crazy man. I, I'm not saying I'm in every G League locker room, or or, but I who does this? Not just does coach nurse come, but you know other members of the coaching staff. But to have your 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 coach come back, your championship coach come back, and 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 support that coach and encourage those guys and have an encouraging word, not talking strategy, just talking encouragement, and that's that is beyond amazing, man. And then this day, like we both say, we use the term a lot. This day and age, it's worth yeah. right. We say that a lot. <laughs> Shows <laughs> our age, right? Right, right. That's it. <laughs> But that just tells you the type of culture that has been set from the Sixers 
all the way to us, yes. that we are one, that, that one doesn't work without the other, right? And that is what a true team is about. 100%, man. 100%. And Can't that, say that, that better myself. Right. That's the true definition of team. Like, one doesn't work without the other. Joel and B said that during his MVP acceptance speech. This is not about me. I did not do this by myself. It starts from the top and it works its way down. And, and like, we, we, you know, with me. Exactly. <laughs> and it's, it like, exactly. I mean, it, it, like I said, it is contagious. The positivity, you know, positive energy, passion, work ethic, everything is contagious and it just breathes on down, man. Joe, this is. Uh, another, you know, great episode, man. We, you know, me, you could probably do this all day long, uh, which oh. is, which is fantastic, man. What, before we go, what's coming up? Uh, you know, I, I know it's end of the year, but any, uh, you know, new community events or anything we're looking forward to. I know we have the, the open oh. courts coming in January. Obviously I think that you could still register oh. for the 27th, right? I mean, I think that may still be open or February, but what's coming up in the community, man. Great events that you talked about and man, you've been on it all day. So that's been so amazing. Um, tomorrow, we got one of our partners, Drew Haha, Cody, and us will be out there hanging out. We'll be at the Route 9 Library later in the day, right here in uh, Newcastle, Delaware. Um, and then uh, the 23rd, right after Christmas, um, uh, I mean, right before Christmas, the 23rd, which is Saturday, we have a big toy giveaway with uh, a, a great organization here in Delaware. Shout out to my guy, Alexander Hackett, who we do a lot in the community with. And then, you know, the team is out in Orlando doing a winter showcase. And then we right back at it that Wednesday, the 27th. Come on out, Chasefield House, 7 o'clock start. We're ready to rock and roll with you. And then we turn right around December the 30th, right before the end of the year. We have, like Tony just said, another amazing open gym, free, free open gym. Free. Compliments of our partners, AmeriHealth Caritas, who's partnered with us so that we can make this free to the community. We do 10 free open gyms a season. Go to bluecoast.team, go to the website, look at it. It's on the calendar, it's on our Facebook page, all our platforms. And yes, you can go and register right now for any one of the open gyms. Get your kid registered. We we, we cap the registration off at 100. So people, when you hear that, people say, oh, I can't register because that means it's full. Because <laughs> we only get we only register 100 online so we save room for the walk-ups and we'll get another 30 to 50 people that walk up on that day. So it's an Amazing uh, initiative to AmeriHealth Caritas, our partner and our team. And last, our last open gym, Tony, are, is you ready? Are you ready to sit down, Tony? Yeah, our last know. open gym, Marcus Bagley came and talked to the kids. Then right after that, are you ready? No, I'm telling you. Coach Mike Lungombardi came and talked to the kids and then had a session with the parents. Where else are you going to get that free? free? Where else are you going to get that, Tony? You're getting that nowhere, man. with your NBA 2022-23 G League champion, Delaware Bluecoats, and a member of Caritas, December the 30th, Chase Fieldhouse. Come on out. Go to the website. Get the times. Register. Yo, happy holidays, everybody. That guy you hear right there is the first guy going to be greeting you in the door when you go down to that Chase Fieldhouse. So, as always, like, like Coach Joe just said, I'll say the same thing. Happy holidays. Have a great season. Make sure you're liking, subscribing. The Blue Coats beat. We'll catch you next time. Everybody stay safe and healthy, and we'll see you in 2024. <laughs>